Thanks to the weather taking a turn, my dog and I won't be going on a walk. I'm going to just video in my vehicle instead. So I have tried out Clapper, social media app, and I've also tried out Women8, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, owns it. That's a mouthful. And Women8 basically got zero traction on it. Um, Clapper got a lot of traction on it with one of the accounts I created for divorcing adults yesterday. Hello Vanessa Media created an account today, no traction. And both Lemon8 and Clapper social media apps are full of just glitches galore, is what I've discovered. The whining in the back is my dog because we're not going on our walk right now because of the weather. Anyways, the bottom line is, is I don't think I'm going to be utilizing Lemon8 any further until after these glitches get worked out because they prevent me from even utilizing the platform even kind of fully and they admitted eliminate customer service they got back to me and basically were like we're having such a large number of people using the platform right now basically they just can't even keep up they're having so many issues and i think clapper is the same thing i actually reached out to them their whole motto or slogan is um be seen be heard be valued but the radio feature which is basically like a podcast feature and their live feature which is basically like live video, like a lot of their social media platforms, does not work on either account that I created yesterday or today. So that's kind of ironic given that their slogans like be heard, be seen, be valued, whatever. Anyways, they also looked at the terms and conditions of um, Lemon 8 privacy policy and uh, Clapper terms and conditions. And again, I think TikTok is actually being more concerned with the privacy of its users potentially than these other apps but i think they're all about the same until there's comprehensive legislation addressing these issues where the social media apps can really really do whatever they want with the data that's being input by the content creators or the users just in general on the platform nothing's really going to change and i think that all these politicians i'm just going to say it that don't know how to use a computer need to go and it's really apparent in the congressional hearing, I saw enough of it to know that there is an incompetence issue happening here. In this day and age, technology, you, everybody needs to know how to utilize technology on some level. Especially policy creators who clearly are inept and don't know what they're talking about. I'm convinced at this point after really thinking this through for at this point years and hearing what the government's had to say for years for in America that there's some dirty stuff going on behind the scenes I think there's corruption and I think that's why they're going in so hard on TikTok I don't think this has anything to do with national security at all think about who benefits if TikTok goes under think about that for a second and think about our politicians in this country and how they behave historically and how they don't look after for people in this country that need them to look after them as a whole, the whole country, not some people, the whole country as a whole. Okay. The bulk of the people. So I really feel so sorry for people on TikTok that have like a million followers, a half million, a quarter million followers who have built entire businesses, entire platforms on the, on the on TikTok because it's going to be and already is devastating for them to have to contemplate rebuilding that somewhere else and 
there's already people coming out worrying about their businesses collapsing. These are small business owners. These are everyday Americans. I feel horrible for them. I've been thinking about this for a really long time, but now it's actually happening, it seems like. I've never been so glad in my entire life that I don't have a big following some, somewhere as I am right now. I have a little bit of following on divorcing adults on TikTok. It's nothing major. It's bigger than some, but not on by TikTok standards, not by a long shot. My biggest following is on LinkedIn and my main profile at Go Vanessa. If you're on there, check it out. I also have a comp two company pages, one for Hell Vanessa Media, which is all about military community stuff, and one for at Divorcing Adults, which is all about divorcing adults. <laughs> so that's LinkedIn since 2020 has been where I've had the most success. I've never had that much success on any social media platforms. I never liked and still don't like YouTube, Google, Facebook, Instagram, Meta. I am only on um, YouTube, on Divorcing Adults, and Hell of a Destiny. I have two different accounts there. Um, I saw more success on Clapper on day one on Divorcing Adults than I did for Divorcing Adults on YouTube, my YouTube channel, in the first year, roughly. However, by day two, that success just went flat. And I, my videos I posted today, three of them, zero views, zero likes, zero follows, zero engagement. It's like I disappeared in Clapper. I can't on either account find my accounts to come up inside of the system when I type certain key terms I utilize. I have um, been able to use the links and find the accounts as a whole on a search browser, but not like inside of the app. And the video for Hello Vanessa Media I posted did not show up at all when I used the link on a search browser to locate it because I'm basically testing right now their software, their social media app. And, you know, I noticed after one day of setting up Divorcing Adults like 24 hours or less later that I was showing up in the system basically through a search browser if I use a direct link. However, still not showing up at all inside their system even when I use direct key terms that I know I utilize in the videos. So what that tells me is that there's something with their algorithm where you have to be on there for a certain period of time, an account does, before it really registers in the system that it's a real account and that it should be pushed to the top. It's advertised Clapper as this equal opportunity social media platform. I'm really skeptical about that. You know, I read the terms and conditions and stuff and, you know, I don't like the terms and conditions. Honestly, some of the parts were really alarming about how they can do whatever they want with the content that a creator puts in there to include perform it, um, you know, utilize it without compensation to the creator. Basically, anything with intellectual property rights is pretty much waived from what I could tell inside the terms and conditions. I don't like that at all. Like the only production I have from something like that, some broad policy like that, is that my content and I am so incredibly non-sexy and boring that I don't think that they would want to be like, oh, this is the content we're gonna take and utilize and monetize for our purposes. I think they're gonna find somebody else who's like way cooler to do that with, not me. <laughs> so I feel good about that, but that's why we need legislation preventing stuff like that. Like there should not be an option for any social media company to be like, we're just gonna take your content, do whatever we want with it because you use our platform. It's like, no, that shouldn't be legal. But you know, it's in the terms and conditions. Um, also, bind, binding arbitration agreements. I'm seeing those everywhere. I saw it on the Clapper 
you know, terms and conditions. I don't particularly care for it. Um, it just felt like the terms and conditions were very one-sided with a couple clauses I saw, and I don't approve of it. I don't like it at all. So the rest of it seemed pretty standard and straightforward, and I wasn't didn't have an issue with that. Um, I don't know whether or not I'll be on that platform much at all. Like I said, glitchy, the radio feature, the live feature not working at all on either account that I created. I thought it might be user error. I reached out to the company for one of the accounts, haven't heard back yet. I did reach out to them yesterday through the app as well as outside the app through the email today, yesterday, today, each of those um, inside the app yesterday, email today to Clapper. Have not heard back. I think that they're having such a surge of people joining the app because this TikTok ban fiasco drama playing out politically and all the wild rhetoric going on um that i think that they probably can't keep up i think they probably had a really skeleton crew to begin with and now they've got the surge of tidal wave of people coming in and i don't think that they can handle it honestly lemon eight um which is owned by bite dance seems to be much better organized they got hours 10 a.m to 6 p.m monday through friday customer service it says on the app and the little communication thing they got back to me pretty promptly but even they seemed overwhelmed with the people switching over to that side lemon eight will be banned too though because it's basically this legislation that's being proposed would ban all foreign apps potentially and specifically ones from ByteDance, um which is a parent company of tiktok and tiktok sister company is lemon eight also owned by ByteDance. so this is just like such a fiasco this whole situation and people are really freaking out especially the people that have the largest followings on tiktok and rightfully so i messaged my legislator here locally and informed them that i do not approve of the tiktok ban and that we need comprehensive legislation regarding rights of the users of all social media platforms equally instead of targeting one social media platform i.e tiktok okay and again i don't think this is what it seems i think there's something shady going on behind the scenes that is all why this whole tiktok ban is even a thing I don't think that this is what it seems at all on the face of what they're saying. These people that are talking the hardest against it don't even know how to use a computer or social media or technology. Like the TikTok CEO had to explain what a public profile on TikTok was to one of the legislators that was going in the hardest on him. Okay, so I think that really says all that we need to know about these people in Congress that are trying to go after this app and also these are the same kinds of people most likely that are probably against legal innovation legal sandboxes non-lawyer owned law firms and want to keep unauthorized practice of law on the books to which is a civil rights issue by the way and to go after non-lawyers that are actually trying to help each other so you know technology has the potential to level the playing field for americans that have been marginalized historically and currently and there is a group of people in power who do not kill, do not want that. They do not want equality. They do not want civil rights. They don't want, and technology, it, to some extent, if when used properly, has the ability to really um, provide equal opportunity, to provide civil rights, to provide for the marginalized in our society, and to, you know, like the clapper saying goes be heard be seen be valued type thing you know technology has the ability to provide that to people and for people that can't afford lawyers to be able to provide um legal options that are better than lawyers in some cases
So just something to think about. Yeah. All right. Bye.